Welcome, everyone, to the L7C podcast, My Hero Movie Academia Edition. That is right. The time has finally come. My The third My Hero Academia movie, World Heroes Mission, just came out on October 29th. Um, and we both, me and Andrea, saw the movie. You're going to get our thoughts on it. And yeah, but first, the My Hero enthusiast, Andrea, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Um, I am very excited to talk about the movie. I was super excited to see it. Now I'm very excited to talk to you about it since we did not get to see this anime movie together and discuss our similar or dissimilar thoughts right afterwards. So I am very excited to see how this conversation goes. No, I was actually thinking about that too, because two things. One, our last, like My Hero Season 5 just ended on like our last podcast so that was October 4th mm-hmm. and like seeing this movie the first new anime ish slash movie we have not seen together in a year mm-hmm. that's crazy to uh real crazy to think about but my hero academia world hero mission the third movie in the my hero academia anime uh, it already came out in Japan like we told you guys months ago August 6th came out today and yeah let's just get right first off andrea did you like the movie how did you feel about the movie i very much enjoyed the movie i really liked it um scale one to ten i'd probably put this movie around a seven eight and i feel like for some people that's going to be really low um but i did i really enjoyed this movie um i i don't want to do like spoiler alerts it was just for me, watching this movie after the last, I mean, the most recent anime movie that I watched that I think we watched was Mugen Train. And by comparison, like this one was a much more like you walked out of the theater, like feeling good after this movie, <laughs> whereas Mugen Train, you were depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I would also give it an eight. There's a couple of things I know we'll go down that. We'll talk about like what could have happened that I would have given it like a 10. But yeah, I mean, the last anime movie was Mugen Train. And obviously everyone knows like when Goku dies because you get introduced to the character in the movie and you literally only get him for two hours and then he's gone. But I get my only thing with that is Demon Slayer is a significantly shorter anime than most. So we're already hitting like the hard deaths real early. While My Hero Academia, we just finished five. We're literally, I think it was smart on them to not just go all sad in this movie because we're literally getting the war is all of season six. Right. And like we already know people we like. We don't know who yet because we're not reading the manga, trying to stay away from spoilers as much as possible. But we know heroes that we like, pro, they're going to die. And some students are probably going to die too. So. We're going to have plenty of time once to be depressed, to be depressed. <laughs> like when Midoriya doesn't go reach out for one of his classmates and they get turned to dust by Shigaraki. Like we're already we'll we'll get to those points. Which very true. A, like, yeah, that would be a very sad thing. So like some of the stuff like it was almost almost two hours. I think it was like an hour, 40 something. Mm-hmm. minutes and this movie was a big deal because if you went on the premiere day you basically got a mini manga yeah you did oh my god i was so hyped when they handed those over it was like wait what yeah That's i was just so like sweet same i was just like oh this is a big deal like oh people are i was like all right all right um so stuff about the, we'll go more into stuff in the movie but like one of the first questions is I know you, you're a fan of a lot of these characters. <laughs> Who did you wish got more screen time? I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I wish Todoroki would have gotten just a smidge more screen time. Um, only because, you know, obviously Deku has his big fight. It's the fight of the movie. But then also Bakugo really has that really uh, long struggle with Oh, I'm forgetting their names. Those twins that had the tail, like the blade tails that reminded me of Sorcery from his mm-hmm. pup, like the ugly crouched over puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, the Serpenters in the book, it names them Serpenters. Um, 
I felt like that fight got more, more airtime and it needed it. I felt like Todoroki's fight kind of got shortened just a smidge with Leviathan. I felt like they kind of rushed that ending just a little bit too much. Um, I do wish some of the other students just in general in class 1A might have gotten more time. But basically this movie was about, you know, these three, these top three budding heroes. So out of the three of them, I feel like Todoroki could have used just a little, little bit more. I'm actually kind of shocked you said that because I was very proud of Shoto because for the first time, for the first time since season two, he got a prominent one-on-one fight. Yeah. Like I was super hyped for that point itself. Like, holy cow, Shoto Todoroki is getting a one-on-one screen time fight because the last one-on-one screen time fight he had was against the main character of the show, which you, you can't even count that. You were the fight against the main character. Like, so technically, if you take the Midoriya one out, this is the first time in five seasons Shoto has gotten a one-on-one fight and came out on top because I'm actually surprised you're not a little bit more happy because last time we saw Shoto fight, he embarrassed the Andrea household. So Yes, yes he did. So No, no, no. no. Like, I really... He he showed up. He did. I just felt like the um, conclusion of that fight was just r- rushed just a little bit. Like it just felt a little too condensed for me that it just needed like another, just another sequence, like a, one more, maybe 30 second minute sequence. And it, it would, maybe it's just, I, I don't want to say I wasn't paying attention because that's not true. Cause like I was locked in. But it it just it just seemed to kind of I don't want to say end out of nowhere. It just it just kind of happened, and then he I don't know. I yeah for that fight particularly. That's why I feel like he needed more screen time. However, um, in comparison, technically, um, in the normal kind of day to day, we'll call stuff of the movie, he actually has more speaking lines than Bakugo does which is kind of surprising Mm. and again I enjoyed that but for that fight I really again I really just wanted a little bit more so I guess for my screen time I have two Mm -hmm. one this one is gonna is this is only from a premise thing because and and since you went Shoto I will say his dad just for the mm. fact that, dude, you're the number one hero. What the heck were you doing? Like that, I was just like, mm, you should be doing a little bit more. I thought he was going to come swoop in, save his son at the end, but no, that didn't nah. happen. But whatever. Nah. But the thing that got the, which I had, wish I had more screen time because I was just so interested by it was early in the movie, which this is why I think I really like this movie because it was just mind blown. We found out oh, there's a UN. There's a UN, like there's a United Nation hero, Mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm like, hold on. We've been in five seasons. Never knew this existed. Like, I was like, okay, this is, don't know who the commander was, but I'm like, so are you the person who like, who calls everything? That was sweet. Because I was like, all right, now we're seeing more of the, government i wish we would have saw more of the i know because it's focused on three but seeing them go to other countries across the world yeah that was that was fantastic and there was a lot of new heroes where i I Mm -hmm. wish this would get like the mugen train thing and make this into a whole season that i wish just got fleshed out because there's a lot of cool quirks like i didn't know like the blonde haired woman who was working with endeavors agency never saw her who was shooting the gun out the villain who was shooting the female green arrow arrows oh she my was, gosh she, i love her she was top tier and she was only there for like the first two acts she was amazing um seeing the cleopatra type hero like that was like all the different things like i i was just maybe that's why i really liked it cuz it's like it showed the world more of heroes not just the place we see the, in just the idea. japanese heroes yeah. yeah we saw everything and that was 
that was amazing. And I really wish there was like a little more backstory of like, so who's in charge of this UN? Like, who is... How do you get in charge of this UN? Is it run up by heroes? Is it not? Is it government officials? Are they pro-hero? Are they not pro-hero? Because then you get into kind of like the nitty gritty of the movie of if they're not necessarily pro-heroes and just like politicians or lay, lay person, I mean, that could be an organization that gets infiltrated. Slight spoiler. Sorry. Well, nope. That's no, I was thinking, I was thinking about that for season six. Then like I was already thinking, so who in the UN is in the meta liberation army? Cause that's a whole nut. Like now that I know this exists, like, could you use your influence in the UN? Like, is it like the UN in the real world where you're voting on stuff like by country or by the top heroes? Like, there's just so many different like real world questions I had with that. I wish that would have been that was I was not expecting that. And I was just like, all right. Mm-hmm. So who so who do you wish had less screen time? Less? I don't feel like there was anyone that screen time was wasted on. Like I don't no. feel like I almost nope, nope, I can't even say that. I was thinking Fleck turn for a second, but I'm like, he's the main villain, obviously. So we need need him to have the screen time that he has. I just, personal opinion, I wish Deku Spite hadn't gone that long. I feel like the answer to that situation was so obvious that I'm like, Deku, you're, you're smarter than this. Like, you should have figured this out already. Like, get on it. <laughs> So that last five minutes of the countdown lasted what thirty in the movie. Well, that's 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 an anime thing. I mean, when Goku fought Frieza on Namek the first time, he went Super Saiyan. Namek was supposed to explode in five minutes, and they went like twenty more episodes. So it's that's mm-hmm. a, time. Time does not matter in anime. And he was yeah. kind of having his hands full because the main villain was. I'm glad he's a movie villain because he was a serious problem. Yeah. yeah for sure but i I, it was something else but comparing it then to the previous my hero movie heroes rising what how do you feel about that okay so i i don't think this movie is as good as heroes rising um and i think part of the reason for that is the music I feel like was much more impactful in Heroes Rising. Um, in those key moments, I feel like I wasn't paying as much attention to it while I was sitting in the theater. But af- after I left, I realized like, wow, did I just blank or was there no like real powerful music for those final fights? Like where, where was that? backing unless again i was too focused on the the fighting or me being (laughs) hung up on todoroki needing a little bit more time in that fight but i i really feel like heroes rising for me personally is a nine out of ten and i i was also more emotionally gripped by heroes rising than uh what is it world world heroes mission this one so I, my thing with the music, which also the people next to me and a couple people down there, they were actually relieved that that Might You song did not play because they felt like that's been getting overplayed in the big fight. Mm. So they were like, all right, finally, because they were like, oh, here comes Might You, like it did with Overhaul and that whole part. And then the whole that was played like multiple times during Heroes Rising. And they were actually like refreshed from that but i get that but i guess with this one i think it's hard for me not to like like for this i think i do like this one a little bit more than heroes rising just because i felt like to a point the people who like made this were listening to our podcast probably obviously not except for like maybe (laughs) the two random people in japan who work for my hero that'd be cool but it's like Todoroki got more screen time. We've been asking for that. Todoroki won a fight by himself. We've been asking for that. Heroes Rising was literally just Deku and Bakugo. Everyone else was fodder. This movie, everyone was trying to stop the apocalypse. Like everyone fought and did something of impact, which we've been asking for that. 
for the whole season, like after Heroes Rising. So seeing everyone do something and like their own why and seeing how like each minor character was is inspired by like the three major classmates, like Uraka saying Deku wouldn't quit. Um, Red Rocket saying like, mm-hmm. oh, this is we got to win because this is what um, Bakugo would say, like seeing all the students fight like that. That was I was like, all right, everyone's doing something. And also the reason maybe because and there's a lot of other reasons, like the stakes in this movie were significantly higher than Heroes Rising. Like the first part of the movie, the, the dude wipes out. He basically nukes the whole town. Yeah. Like yeah, he that's did. when he started the movie like that. I'm like, oh, OK, right. So, that's for me, like the stakes were like, all right, let's just be honest. If Heroes Rising, if Deku and Bakugo don't win by time, Endeavor, Hawks, and all of them would have showed up and they would have found a way to beat nine. This part, yeah, for sure. if, if they don't win, the whole world gets like it's literally the whole world gets nuked. I honestly think it's which it's kind of weird because it's the next season. Like the meta liberation was only going to be focused in Japan. This was mm-hmm. like, okay, if they win, they take over Japan. All right, they're not going to be able to like the rest of the world this group they were going to kill everyone like every single person with a quirk. a quirk so like this were significantly like higher than heroes rising and the fact too that i would say and the guy's reasoning was bad but the fact that there were probably some people who are quirkless who feel powerless and mm-hmm. like to gravitate towards that type of crazy leader they're just like well i mean if i'm worthless i'm worthless because 80 percent of the people and all that and then i was just like oh, i don't know I, I don't think you're worthless but the society might do it and i i just also feel like this movie had so much callbacks to the entire series up until this point like you see mm. deku talking about all the friends who've helped him and it shows from each season it even showed melissa from the movie on uh, the kids from the second movie he uh, dressed like this uh, the the younger boy in the second mm-hmm. movie like in his disguise i noticed that right away and i thought that was adorable or like small callbacks were like deku sent a morse code and todoroki's like dude your morse code has not improved since like the same thing and that was right. five like season two and we're at six now so it's like all those small callbacks and stuff really um, helped. And I guess also the story with uh, Rhodey, the new guy who you'll see, just like, as I, I mean, that was, I think, more impactful than the two kids. Because, like, if he goes, there's no one there to protect his, his kids siblings. and his right. um, quirk. What I was telling um, Courtney when we saw it was just like, they basically made him like, I don't want to say family dollar version, but his own, he was like a Yusuke Urameshi, like literally yes. just yes. because of the quirk too. I was like, Oh, that's poof. Like, and that was one oh of the, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And there was a point where when he, yeah, Courtney guys, like when he started fading and she was like, Oh my God, he's really going to go. And it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. So he got fleshed out from being a thief, meeting Midoriya. Midoriya hitting the talk no jutsu once again, changing this dude. And it's like, and he's a, and his motivation is siblings. Like how a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, the places we've worked, the teenage child is the parent of the house because the parents are doing whatever. MIA. Yep. So those were some aspects where I was just like, oh, this is the higher stakes. More people got screen time. More people were important because of one person. If Oraka messed up touching the thing, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. And then the villain's plan was genius. Like, it was it, genius. Like that was like, oh no, this is a plan. We're going to make them search for the things. And then if all the top heroes in the world die, there's going to be no one left. So, yeah. which I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on what it was, but I was just more emotionally gripped by Heroes Rising, even though it was lesser stake. And I think a small part of that does have to deal with the backing music. I just, I was more compelled during that movie for some reason. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's probably multiple reasons, but um, that, I feel like that's why I prefer Heroes Rising to this movie. 
But um, something else that I noticed kind of at the end of this movie, Deku doesn't really cry in this movie. He like he doesn't really have an emotional outburst other than kind of relief um, with Roddy toward um, the end. And I, I had to stop and think about it. I was like, when was the last time Deku was able to make it through like a situation like this and not cry? Not that that's a good. Did he cry in Heroes Rising? I don't remember him crying in Heroes Rising. Did he? I don't think so. Because he left and he told the little dude, you can be a hero. And that's how the movie ended. No, but wasn't he crying when he, you know, gave Bakugo? Oh, that's because he All Might came. and he, Yeah, because All Might came. He's like, oh, I'm, I blah, blah, gave it away. Yada, 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 yada. Spoiler. He didn't. That's still a right. Blocker, right. But, um, <laughs> but no, but, I mean, but you saw the stuff of him, like, apologizing super quick with the briefcase switcheroo mm-hmm. and, like, so he was, but that, uh, but he was still, he, it was, he was still wholly himself, but without having to completely like, I guess, oversell it with tears, you know? Cause like, yeah, he did spaz with the whole briefcase thing in a very <laughs> Deku-esque way. Um, but it seemed like the crying that did happen because he, he did shed tears. It seemed a little bit more mature instead of. Like, I don't know. It just, he seemed more mature to me. And I don't mean to equate maturity with not crying, but I don't know. Deku just seemed to carry himself a little bit different through this movie. And I really enjoyed seeing that. Well, I think the bird, I think the bird stole the show. Oh, for sure. Any, any little cute, adorable character, um, especially like a comic relief type character. Is gonna steal the show. Yeah, as soon as that bird came up, Cordy's like, "Oh, that's gonna be your buddy." I was like, "Oh, here we, here we go." That's what I mean. I mean, I also little Pino. I, you know what I also really liked about this movie more than Heroes Rising is you whole. There's no way. Like, I need to know how far this is from like the end of season five because, especially Bakugo and Midoriya and. Like, they were showing new moves, and so did Todoroki. I'm like, when did you learn how to do that? Like, I know. Bakugo, like, you know, Midoriya has the air bullets. Yeah. Now Bakugo can do it with his explosions. Like, Yeah, that he's doing little little fireball, like, bullets, like a machine gun out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Todoroki's like, doing the flash free stuff. We only saw him do that once before, and then he had, like, a little alternative version of that towards the very end. I can't remember what it was called. And yeah, and well, the other thing was for me, I'm like, Deku, when the heck did you start being able to use Black Whip so efficiently and for so long? Like he's Spider Man. So yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Especially when they were running from the cops and oh my gosh, like on the like, bridge. Yeah, yeah, on the bridge. 100%. I was like, what is happening? And like he was doing like the airs, like he was doing it with the feet now, and he was able to do Black Whip and shoot out of his gauntlet. And punch and do the. I was like, and, and I was just like, where yeah, did all these improvements come from? Like Bakugo was doing stuff. He's like, oh, oh ba-. and Bakugo once again proved how he's like a step ahead of everyone, especially when it came to like decrypting. He's like, oh, get out the way. When's the last time stamp? And I'm gonna map out the place, find the bombs. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Why does he literally have to be good at everything but still have a shit attitude if i there was one line where courtney said that i would say it was when they were at the three in the roadie on the plane he was just like uh, something about like just taking these bastards out and courtney's like oh you would say that i was like i don't know if i'd say oh, yeah. taking these bastards i think i would be more quiet and like getting focused but like taking these bastards out i don't know what do you did you like the animation oh absolutely it was flawless and it was also, it was just done in a very, I don't know. I felt very at ease, which is kind of weird to say, considering the stakes throughout the movie. Yeah, just nuclear um, basic war, nuclear warfare, basically. Like, a whole town died. <laughs> yeah, but it it just seemed like the theme overall was more light and cheery than, I don't mean to keep going back to Heroes Rising, but Heroes Rising, I felt like the... um backdrop this it was all like darker it was always cloudy it was always 
stormy. But here, I mean, at one point, I was like, this movie makes me want to take a road trip. Yeah, it was more, I, it was like that feel good, like, especially after, I mean, it's weird because the first scene of the movie, a whole town literally gets nuked and they all die. Like, yep. besides like one person. But one, but one. That, yeah. that is as bad as you can start. And then you have like, oh, they're all here and Deku meets him and like it's all, they're there having fun, having their bonding and all of that, learning about each other and that jazz. And then, well, before that, obviously you see the news. Midoriya is wanted for mass murder, which by the way, that was wild. Like That was. When I, like when you see the reason how he gets, and I don't want to be too framed, you're just like, holy shit like you're just like oh my god they have infiltrated everything everything like that was crazy and also i had issue i almost had an issue with todoroki because he was like what did you really do like bro stop oh i know that 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 was that was uncalled for i was like todoroki you of all people like like what bakugo didn't say a word because we knew he didn't believe it everyone's like you never do that this, this, this. But Todoroki's like, no, tell me what you really did. It's like, Todoroki, what? Yeah, that one I was a little confused. And like, all of his friends standing up for him at their uh, locations and all of that. Yeah. He's like, he would never do that. This, this, I know he wouldn't. They're like, oh, we'll handle it. Blah, blah, blah. I was sitting there, I was like. I am a little surprised that the, that the, like, more veteran professional heroes, nobody made a peep. Uh to refute that like not that it's just one of those things where they don't know him and they might have known heroes or aspiring heroes that went astray but i know it probably would have been um irrelevant but i feel like it would have been realistic for somebody at some venue to have like challenged them a little bit more well endeavor did go he went to the station and wanted all the like files on why he was getting accused for murder and like it's right. a pending investigation well, and I was like, oh, that's true. And then when they were dropping the you don't have jurisdiction here, I was like, oh, well, that's true, too. Like, this is some real world stuff right now. But yep. I guess the only heroes who would have been, like, uh, I don't know if Endeavor well, was really I mean, trying to stand up for him or he was, trying to, you know, like the dude said, you are his boss. Like, he was trying to CYA right. himself. But the dragon lady, she could have obviously, but she's all the way across a different country because, I mean, they fought together with overall. I'm obviously a racer head present, but the racer head was at home, which. That was a bad move on, yeah. on Frontier. Everybody's point. part, right. Uh, President Mike could have, Orca, Shark could have, but they were all in different spots. Like, All Might was there, and he was like, oh, he'd never do that, but it is what that is, too. But that was that was crazy. I'm also just saying, for the since there were some, like, other international heroes, that they didn't say anything that maybe he could have done it. Like, there was no argument from people who don't know him mm-hmm. that he might have done something or some that there might be some misunderstanding, but he's still at fault somehow. Like uh, yeah. I felt like those international conversations seemed to like, once the kids were like, Oh, we know him. There's no way it was. That's where it was. Like, I feel like it would have been more realistic if one or two of the veteran pro heroes that doesn't know him would have been like, are you sure? Like how you know that um, it's, I don't want to say it's not uncommon because I don't know, but like, I just feel like it would have been more realistic that way. But then again, it doesn't change anything with how the story unfolds. So it really doesn't matter. If this movie would have got an extra like 30 minutes, it, I feel like they, if they would have infiltrated the UN, like the main, the group, and they would be like, yeah, the priority is the bombs, but we have to catch Midori at all costs, use lethal force. That would have been a turning point. Yeah. But I feel like they wanted to like, make it under two hours. Because in the trailers, I really thought like everyone was, like the way they were showing, everyone was going to turn on Midori and only Bakugo and Todoroki would believe him. But it looks right. like his friends all believed him, but they were all scattered. And it's like, yeah, right. we love you, Midoriya, but if we don't stop these bombs, literally everyone dies. So we can't come and like, defend your honor, which it makes sense. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the action? I thought it was good. Well, like we already mentioned that there were quite a few new moves. Um, on the new move front that we haven't talked about, my other favorite character, Momo, hmm. we see her actually getting a little bit of hand-to-hand and she's Wait, using, is it, 
is it is it a pipe like a long she was using a pipe like a bow and then we, oh we also saw her use a sword at one point yeah. i'm pretty sure she pulled out a sword and i was like mm-hmm. it was very brief it was extremely brief but at least for me that signals that she's had to have some sort of training with the sword she's practiced a little bit with like longer baton or rod like mm-hmm. weapons to defend herself oh and that made me so happy i really hope they bring that out some more and that wasn't just a movie and that wasn't just a movie thing right or if she even make if she makes it out of season six don't don't say that i'm just saying (laughs) sooner or later we're gonna put that out in the universe don't put that out in the universe we're not jinxing that momo is gonna be fine gonna be fine i mean one of them some of them are gonna go but no that was good that was good Manetta actually does speaking of Manetta, which it was funny when she was like next, she was like, It's your guy. I was like, I was like, Yeah, people don't like him. It's like, I was like, Well, because she's a per because he's perfect. I just looked at I was like, Oh, and she's like, I mean, I pay attention. Like, so that was funny, but I was yeah. like, Hey, I'm just gonna say right now, which I didn't want to say, it's Ida's done. Like, I know. Ida's done. Like Manetta was out there on a nuclear mission. And and Ida was sitting on the couch. That that's bad. That's bad. Like when I saw him at like those people at home and the people like there's people down there. They're like, oh well, you know who's like the former like the season one, two and a half best friend. Now it's just at home. I'm like, y'all couldn't use his speed to like run get a new. Well, it, it was all the people that were doing that were assigned a work study, and I think it kind of depended on like if those work study heroes got asked to do this mission, of course, Endeavor's um, mm-hmm. agency got asked. So I think it might've been that either they were with, can't remember if they were with work studies or they didn't get picked for work studies, but it very well could have been that their work study heroes or agency didn't get called up for this mission because you couldn't put every single possible hero on the planet on this mission. You well, can't do that. They basically, they put the most powerful and that was the plan. That was the bad guy's plan. Like he knew the UN hero UN was going to do it. They're all going to be at one spot, kill them all. Then the rest of the heroes who are left are going to be worthless and they're going to get smoked. So that was, I was just sitting there. I was like, Manetta's out here doing work. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. But I do think, I mean, the last like sequence of the final fight was freaking crazy. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just, I don't want to be like spoiler wise, but. I don't know how the hell he unlocked like the like the mode he was in when he fought Overhaul. Like right, like the, you just saw the eyes and you're like, wait, what? Like the when he gave when they gave him the like in Heroes Rising, like I was able to watch that movie. Like all right, but like when he unlocked that part, I, I had to sit up in the theater. I was like, oh whoa 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 whoa. What is this unlock? Like what? Like this? You see the veins of all, one for all powering up. You see the I'm like, man, where are the freak of the one for all? Like, the ball's going, and then, like, he just goes overhaul mode. I'm like... He goes berserk. He literally goes berserk. And I'm like, is this, like, a final form thing that we've been saving? Like, is this new? Like, if we could just tap into this for a couple seconds, like, hold on now. Like, that was sweet, and that was good. That, I will, I will say, <laughs> I actually audibly laughed in the movie out <laughs> during the point where he's just kind of like squat stancing and just punching the air. Yeah, that <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> I, they just showed him doing that just for like a second or two too long that I thought it was hilarious. Cause like, if you would have stripped this, if you strip the sound, take out the context, mm-hmm. it just looks funny. <laughs> it does. But like the fact that he's doing that and then you see like after images of him, and then you see yeah. like 10 billion fists and you're just like. Oh, hell. Like, I will say, like, when they get to their big final fights of stuff, my hero does deliver. Like, I don't think there's been any. Oh, for sure. You No, they never. And another callback, too, is when. um When Midoriya punched the villain at the like beginning and like you see like his muscles like ripping up. Yep. It reminded yep. me of when Midoriya punched muscular when he used yep. one million percent and i was like look at these callbacks but yeah I, I think that stuff was pretty crazy and also 
besides someone, I think Bakugo had the best fight. Like, yes, yes. Although I will say, again, spoilers, sorry, but he kind of gets two fatal shots towards the beginning of that fight. He had no business fighting the way he kept doing. And then again, after they took that, um, oh, that power up. Mm-hmm drug stuff for their quirks like he had no business and then you never see those entry wounds like those definitely should have been a fatal well think about if you're a kid if you're a kid watching so if you're a kid watching you're not reading like you just have to think about it like when you were a kid watching anime like a young kid you weren't reading mangas you weren't looking up spoilers you weren't keeping up like oh this is happening like, if you're a seven, eight-year-old kid, you thought Bakugo was about to die. Like, if you didn't know any, like, if you haven't watched, this is your first, like, oh, my God, he's going to die. Because he got, like, you thought Rocky was, I mean, like, there were times where you really thought people were going to die. Like, if you were, mm. if you didn't know, like, like, if you compare it to, like, a Marvel movie, oh, they're not going to die because they already signed on for, like, three other movies. But it's, like, right. Bakugo was in, like, and there was a shot where, like, his face was all bloody on that eye. Yeah. And he was just like, all right, I'm tired of this. No more holding back. We're going to start killing fine. <laughs> can meet, like, that was, that was wild. It was. It, it was. It. I am just waiting for the day that Deku can fight a major villain and not fuck up both of his arms. Well. That is the day I'm fighting for. I'm waiting for. The dude had we were we were this we were so close. So close. And then at the end, you know, we just went all hell. Both arms, fuck it. Well, the dude had lasers in the like the fact that he can reflect the lasers and you're in like that, that's yeah, he's something to behold. But like I honestly felt like it I don't know. Like I almost thought like hmm, if you switch Todoroki and Bakugo, maybe they would have had I don't know, because, like, Todoroki could fire one, ice one, but then I was just like, I don't know if it would have been better if they would have switched opponents, like, easier for the heroes. I, honestly, I hadn't thought about it, but I agree with you that I think they would have, only because at least with Todoroki's ice could have helped to contain the blades. However, Todoroki is not as fast as Bakugo or as agile. However, I will say his ice um, control in this movie was far better than we had seen so far being mm-hmm. able to just oh my god it was it was great i yeah. he, i mean he got time which we were begging for the entire once we found out this movie was coming out we were begging for time because the dude was becoming literally an afterthought yeah so he was. that my thing too which would have made this super crazy again i know time constraints if they had more time is if the villains helped because, dude, if this bomb right. goes off, you guys are dying, too. Like, I also want to know what was in the Kool-Aid that he had these people with amazing quirks. Just oh, yeah. Themselves. There was, like, there, there was, it was something else. And, like, the doomsday quirk theory, which, I mean, My Hero takes a lot of stuff from, like, Western comics. Uh, for those who do listen to Western comics, there's the Superman theory where, long story short, Countries around ever since Superman showed up, all these heroes showed up. Sure. Right. And like people were thinking that the government is assigning people hero and villain roles, having them fight so that they're both prepared to be like an army if they had to go against like another country. More complex mm-hmm. than that. So, like this doomsday court theory is like, hey, these people are going to make us keep slave. having children. Keep yeah, having, keep having children. children. And we're going to be the only, like, we're going to be obsolete and stuff like that. And even the dude to Midori, who was just like, yeah, I really didn't think heroes were actually heroes. Like, we're like, they do it for the payday. There's no money here, so no one saves us. And I was like, again, another My Hero callback. What was Stain's main beef when most heroes, they weren't real heroes. They were doing it for the money, doing it for the fame. The only one who wasn't doing it for any of that was All Might. It was All Might. Become Midoriya. So, like, those type of callbacks really made me, like, yeah. like the movie and its stuff. And I know we already talked about the movie. 
and like favorite parts and stuff. And then like with the comparison to the last anime movie, I mean to Mugen Train, I do agree with you. I don't think it was better than Mugen Train. I do think this movie was really good, but I also think Mugen Train had a lot more time because Mugen yeah. Train was literally an entire season of Demon Slayer. Like, so they had to do as much as they could with that because he they knocked off a whole season of Demon Slayer in a two whatever hour movie. This mm-hmm. movie is not like a season of my hero. It's a part in my hero, but it's not like a season. And we just finished season five and we're getting season six in 2022. So, but I do appreciate how my hero hasn't been around. It's been around for a couple of years. It's already produced three movies and none of yeah. the movies are bad. N- no, by no means are any of these three movies bad. Um, um, and yeah, I just think Mugen Train kind of took us all for a ride, haha, pun intended. But like, it also just came at us in a way that I at least wasn't expecting. So that kind of just, you know, bolsters for me personally, my score and ranking of that movie. So when I went in to watch this, I knew it was going to be hard for it to top move and train for me personally. Um, but yeah, I, it is, it is a really, really good movie. I just move and train topped it for me. And I don't know, sentimentality, I guess, for whatever reason, heroes rising is also my personal favorite of the three. I think out of the three, I think this one will just because it's, it's higher stakes. And like, I like that there's actually like consequences for if they do fail. Like, because mm. in Heroes Rising, no one, no one really got, I mean, the dad of the kids got hurt, but no one died except for nine at the end. I mean, again, the first scene, everyone dies like a whole scene. Right. And my right. thing is too, like, who the hell, like, how smart are these scientists? That they can make quirk nuclear type bombs. Right. Like now it's like just throwing it out there. Would you rather want to deal with those bombs or overhaul gunshots that take your quirk? Would you rather watch your quirk taken away? Oh, oh, you got a quirk? We're gonna force it out of you. And it's gonna and you the, die. implode. Yeah, and you die. Yep. My thing is though, with another thing of we've talked about, I kind of wanted a little hint of the bomb to hit Midoriya to really like to see if a quirk would have activated his late, Yes. His so that we would have seen if the Dr. Egghead Baker yes. would have like, like just a little glimpse to see if that's yes, what I was. I know. But that I, was, Oh, I had that thought too. I honestly, when it was happening, I wondered if basically I didn't think about like maybe getting a little whiff, but my thought was like, if if this would have happened when he was a kid and he would have been exposed if his quirk would have actually come out because correct me if I'm wrong, but I, the way I understood that bomb also was for people who didn't necessarily have quirks, but who could pass down a quirk. Yeah. If you had like um, would also set it off, right. Mm-hmm. Would also set it off as well. So, I mean, we know Midoriya would have, even if he was truly born quirkless completely, both of his parents have quirks. So something would have popped off inside of him that would have been passed on to his kids, assuming he had kids. But this is, you know, also alternative universe situations. Since in this scenario, it would have been before he got all all for one. Mm -hmm. One for all. One for all. (laughs) One for all. That's what I was thinking. I was just like, man, I feel like, oh, man, that would have been crazy. But. There's just so many characters too, man, that their powers were just like, huh? Like, where have you been? Like, I, I really liked little, I really liked the Green Arrow girl. She was amazing. Even though she was, a, I hated that she was a villain. That was such a bomb quirk. Oh my God. I will also say um, one of the new heroes introduced, um, Claire Voyance. Her first name is Claire and her quirk is Voyance. I love that. <laughs> I loved that. I it just it was perfect for me. It was perfectly funny and fitting. I loved it. I have so much like real world, like real world my hero questions. Like obviously, you know, nuclear bombs about to 
kill everyone. That's a world level threat. But what is considered a world level threat where you get all the heroes in the world? Like, I want to know Nat now. Like, is all for one is all for one not a world level threat? He's been around for thousands of years. Like, I am so intrigued. I'm like, so what? Who sigs the signal out there? Like, this is a world level threat. Everyone has to come in. Like, I'm so intrigued by this new agency that they just threw in. And it's like, and the commander dude was saying, all right, engage. We pick you guys. I'm like, who the hell are you? Like, what authority do you, do you write? Are you the president of heroes like right now? Like, is it your term? Like, I just want to know what's a world level threat that they call it. What's a regional level threat that you could call someone? Because all for one was really running amok. And they're like, oh, we're just going to leave it to Japan. That's not a world. Yeah, level right, right. And my other question is, since you bring that up, is like, all right, well, the Meta Liberation Army, is that going to be limited to only the heroes of Japan that have to do with that shit? Or can they call on, you know, they mentioned Singapore in this movie. They mentioned Egypt. They went to France. They went to the U.S. Like, yeah, like, like, are we calling everybody in for that? Because then that, you know, message could spread throughout the rest of the world. Or is that message already out to the rest of the world and they have to deal with it on their own fronts as well? Yeah, I need to know like the official, the official name of that um, UN thing. I don't have the book with me. I know that you. I have it with me, but I didn't see it named. Maybe I wasn't. I was. I wasn't skimming, but maybe I missed that part. It's just like the World Hero Association. Uh, oh well, I guess it is just really the world. No. Pro heroes? No, it ain't no pro heroes. Like, I just want to know because that that was that was crazy. It I I don't know. It just hero. I like how inside the book they list all the arcs, all the different arcs we've been through. That's already. see, that's that's really good. Like if you're just like like, hey, here you go. This is all the stuff you've missed. Just little snapshots of everything, the names of the arcs. Um, and then you get into the designs, the quirks, the explanations for the quirks. Yeah, like that was that was super cool. Like it's like there's just so much new stuff and like so many new heroes. Like even the villain that she was um she was fighting like on her team when he shot the like, oh, use these, and he shot like those black balls. Yeah, like that I was like, what is happening right now? And the fact that Man, talk about leadership. My concern is going forward, the dude's still alive. Yeah, because they were all arrested. Mm-hmm. The the ones that were left were arrested. So honestly, if um all for one busts out, you know, he's busting him out too. Well, maybe not, because he would then try one to kill. kill. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's fine. But maybe they won't be buddies. All for one might think I don't know. Oh, he that, might steal his quirk though. And that'd be Ooh. problematic. Because that quirk that is would. something, because that quirk would be amplified with his all for one. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I mean, if Midoriya is not, if you're not the main character, or like All Might, I don't know if you're, like, I don't know. I don't know if Endeavor is beating that dude. Because, like, in all no, honesty, even though Endeavor is stronger than Midoriya, it's just like the, you're not the main character and you don't have one for all. Yep. Done. And like, like, and the dude just kept pushing and pushing. I was like, man, Midoriya is really going right now. My thing is now, just throwing this out, could World Hero Mission version of Midoriya and Bakugo beat nine without the transfer? I That's think so. a question. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think so. As they are now, um, yeah, I think so. Without having to both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It would still be a tooth and nail battle, but I think so. Could that could World Hero Mission Todoroki beat that one dude by himself? Now in World and uh, the Chimera. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's my man, so I wish I could say yes, but I feel like that answer is still going to be no, only because he needs help in getting close <laughs> and somebody else to distract for that particular villain, that Chimera. Also, I will say. Um, the villain that he won one-on-ones with, I was just like, why does Todoroki have to get the big, big, big <laughs> ones? Like- yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But 
Shoot. Andrew, anything else on this movie before, like, don't want to go too spoilery for the people, but I definitely would recommend any My Hero or anime fan to go uh, check it out. For sure. Okay, so um, I just want to say that I did enjoy this movie, absolutely, because I feel like I, I sound like I came off that I didn't enjoy it. I definitely did. Um, and I would very much recommend people go watch it, even if you haven't seen season five, because the person I saw it with had not seen season five yet. I didn't know that till after the movie. Hold on. Where was Shinsho? Where were the rest of class 1B? Oh my God. Because okay, I saw no, no, no. one girl. I saw a couple from 1B, but where was oh, yeah. Shinsho? He was probably with Aizawa. Come on. They're, they're attached at the hip. Yeah, but they could have used they could have used both their That was a bad the world's at stake and we're making bad decisions. I already know some of them. Some of them are going to die next season because if we're making terrible decisions when the world's at stake, I can only imagine the terrible decisions we're going to make when just Japan's at stake. I mean, I think the only argument, though, is that Aizawa needs to stay with Aerie and Aerie can't be relied upon in those situations. Honestly, you should have brought the world's about to end. We you should have thrown everything. They might they threw they threw like 90 percent. That was the plan for the villain is just throw everything. And they threw 90 like. I would have just, oh man, I would have called the villains. I would have made a truce for just this one time. Cause you know, if we die. One time for the one time. You're yep. dying too. So if you die, who are you? Who are we going to, that type of shit. But I don't know. But yeah, it was. Mago, any other things? Uh, no, I just, I hope it does well. I hope. I think so. I think it's already made 29 million. Yeah, when there is a fourth movie, because I'm pretty sure there will be, I hope it is at the same level as the rest of the movies, because I do feel like the more movies an anime makes, the higher the likelihood of a dud there's going to be. And I really hope My Hero doesn't end up with any, because they've been so good so far. Oh, I forgot that the terrorist organization, Humorize. Yes, humorize. Which they're going to yeah. humanize. Basically, their whole their whole thing is that if we wipe out everybody with quirks and have has the potential to pass down quirks, that means we're reverting back to just normal humans. And so, even the pe- the idea was that even the quirk havers, um, who are referred to as being sick, um, are supposed to only use their quirks in service of saving humanity humanity only being those without quirks um so eventually they were all gonna either somehow either commit mass suicide or make a pact of celibacy that they don't have children i don't i don't quite understand how that was gonna go down the line because that does not work yeah i mean and also with the stuff because then they take a lot from western comics like it was so the Taking everyone out with quirks, taking everyone out with the mutant gene. It's the same people from the X-Men who want to kill all the mutants because they think mutants are bad. They're not good. They're just going to wipe mm-hmm. them all out. It's the same thing. Yeah, and I is. mean, and that, I mean, Midoriya is the Japanese, like, equivalent to their, of, of a young, like, a younger version of Peter Parker. I mean, that's exactly yeah. the optimism, like, all that stuff. He's the Peter Parker, and the like. Creators even compared them and such, and he's done drawings. So it's just like, all right, mutant gene. Everyone's got to go. Obviously, we know that's not true. Um, quirks. You guys are all bad. You're terrible for the world. Everyone relies on you guys. You've taken over. You guys got to go. You're gonna get followers like that because normal people was just like, yeah. I mean, I'm not getting any job because I don't have a quirk or this or that. So. And the other thing was the whole thing about mixing quirks, they're evolving and then eventually will be too strong that no one will be able to control them anymore. So it was, it was also an issue of what if, which was also brought up that Midoriya is talking to the main villain, like, how could you do all this? How could you do all this on something that isn't even certain? Like there has been research on this and it's not conclusive. Like we don't know this is going to happen. Well, and so, you said, for me, you're saying there's a chance. 
See, that's the other thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the other thing that I thought was like the way he said it, or maybe the way it was translated in English. Um, I did watch it subbed, but I watched it. It seemed like, oh, you did. Okay. So when he like made that point about, you don't even know if this is actually going to happen made me think it was like, okay, Midoriya. So then what if this was a scientific certainty that this was going to happen? Not would you switch sides, but how would you guys approach this? Because then real world application in my head, I start thinking, okay, are they going to come up with a vaccine like an X-Men to like white, like erase quirks? Or are they going to have like quirk suppressant medicine? Like how, how would they go about it? Because obviously heroes aren't going to get on board, even if there was a, if the doomsday theory is 100% true, they're not going to go around killing everybody with quirks. Like that's just, no. So. I was wondering what what they would do with that if it was going to be a certainty. Yeah, I. It's whew, that's something else because it's like now with all these things, I'm just thinking of like the finale of my hero, whatever the series finale is, like the main. If it's still Shigaragi or All for One, they have the bullets, they have the nukes, whoever the next bad guy is. Has a no, probably, how do you top nukes? How how do you top nukes? Uh, honestly, with the way these movies are, and I'm not saying they're the same. These have been really good movies, but I think the next My Hero movie they might have to go to space. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. My next thought was going to be drop the moon on him. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> if they're shooting rockets from like, if a Shout out to Naruto, like some Osiki clan just comes and starts right. blowing stuff up from space. Like, oh, also, me personally, now I want to know. I want to know the name of the first baby with the quirk. Right, the shining baby. Right. Mm-hmm. The way they had that statue of him makes like I almost wondered if um Flecturn was actually related to him because like if you guys hate the first metahuman, the first quirk wielding human, why do you guys have a giant statue of him why has it not been defaced why has it not been destroyed like it looks like y'all are worshiping him when actually your whole ideology is to bring him down i personally think maybe because i'm comparing it to a demon slayer i think midori is a descendant of the first court person i'm already gonna go that route okay okay since from i mean from the young people of the new era um, spoiler alert. Uh, Tanjiro is a descendant of the very first sun breather, like of the first breathing The stand. only sun breather, the yeah. The only one. We already know who Boruto's a descendant of, so we don't have to <laughs> cross that route. We already know who his dad, grandfather, God, we already know all that stuff. So there's that. So it's like, sure, he inherited this stuff from All Might. We're still waiting for the big reveal of like his father showing up. And like, yep. it's like, oh, your stuff is suppressed because you're the ex-teenth descendant of the very first baby, and we had to suppress it because yada, 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 you could have posed a threat, but I don't know. Andrea, anything else before we close on this one? I don't think so. I am good. I will close on what we are going to be doing with My Hero until Season 6 comes, and this was Andrea's idea, so kudos to her. So we are going to And be don't doing, hate me, y'all. <laughs> I, I don't think they'll hate you, but we are going to be doing, I think, until the season six comes, so like once a month or whatever, however much we said, doing a not like a case announcement, just a very pondering my hero question. If you guys listen to like the Todoroki like family stuff, hopefully not as well, some maybe it's more of it as that. But like more serious using like real world applications, thinking like that. And Andrea has come up with the first one that we actually will record this week. Um, I think, or yeah, this week. Something yeah, like this that. coming week. Yeah, yeah, this coming week. And Andrea, do you want to tell them what it is? So we're gonna be talking about, um, and this is why I said don't hate me. Um, is we're gonna be talking about some negative kind of aspects of All Might kind of presentation and how he was a symbol how he decided to um, kind of be more than just a hero, more than a human, um, and how that can negatively impact heroes following in his footsteps. Um, 
because there are just some unrealistic expectations, as we know, just in real life, um, that putting anyone on a pedestal, making anyone a symbol for anything um, can do. Can't wait to um, already started doing some notes. And honestly, I'm glad I watched this movie the day it came out because I think this movie has some implications on the negative stuff of All Might. So, yeah, can't wait. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Make sure you go check out World Heroes Mission. It was great. Uh, next anime movie is December. Uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. And then the next yep. one after that, that's already been no release date, but 2022 will be the Dragon Ball movie. So we will see mm-hmm. how all those go. But with that being said, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.